Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Deeper Daily Podcast today. It is the 22nd day of May. I'm Paul White, and we are taking a little side study here. We've been in the Gospel of Mark, but we arrived at the triple warning of offenses in the, in the latter verses of Mark. Technically, we're in Mark 9, verses 42 to 48, but we're taking a little side trip to try to study that word hell that shows up three times in those in those three offense warnings. It's the first time we've seen it in the Gospel of Mark, and we're trying to investigate the word, and not just in this spot. In fact, we haven't even got to this word yet, this, this actual Greek word here. We've just been dealing so far with the phrase Sheol and Hades, and we did that yesterday, and I, I'm, I'm going to move on because there's, I, like I said yesterday, it's not some sort of master class on these, but it's just a, a little peeling back of what these words meant and then to give us a little hope when we read them. We then come upon the Greek word Tartarus, but I don't want it to stand alone. And and I'll I'll, I'll tell you why. Even though it probably could, for the reason that it's only used once in the New Testament. Um, Tartarus is a word that is used by Peter when he says in 2 Peter 2, 4, God did not hold back from punishing the angels that sinned, but by throwing them into Tartarus, delivered them into pits of dense darkness to be reserved for judgment. Uh, And that word is most often in every Bible translated hell. Once again, it's not hell. It's the word, and we're going to talk about the actual English word hell in in another podcast, but it's the word Tartarus, and Tartarus has a pretty rich backstory in Greek mythology. Um, for instance, in Greek myth, Tartarus is a both a deity and a location, but it's in the underworld way below the other Greek underworld called Hades. In uh, Hesiod and in Homer, other Greek mythology, Tartarus is a prison, and it's a prison used by the Titans, used by the gods, And they consign sinners to Tartarus. But even deeper, um, they they considered those who lived unjustly would go into a place of vengeance and punishment called Tartarus. Now, so even if, if, if that was all we had, then that we would have another place. But Tartarus actually links to some stuff from the Old Testament, or at least from a word that doesn't often get translated as hell. And that's the phrase, the deep, and the phrase, the abyss, often called the pit or the bottomless pit. It's not the word Tartarus that's being used in those, but they have some overlap. And in both Hebrew and Greek, they're considered synonyms, words that are different but used to express the same thing. The difference in the deep, the abyss, Tartarus, and say Sheol and Hades, Sheol and Hades, a place where humans go when they die, for whatever that means across religions, Um, but the deep and the abyss and Tartarus always deals with um, punishment, and it almost always deals with spirits like fallen angels or demonic spirits. Let me use the deep. Okay, the first time you see it's in Genesis when darkness is on the face of the deep, the tihom in the Hebrew. It's an abyss, a deep, something that overtakes creation with chaos. And we find it repeatedly 
in the Old Testament. Then the abyss. And that comes into the New Testament as well. Chaos, pits, something beneath the earth's crust. Revelation uses it a lot. The beast comes up out of the pit. The dragon comes up out of the pit. Legion begs Jesus in the Luke version not to cast him into outer darkness or the pit. Satan is bound in the bottomless pit or the abyss for a thousand years. Um, It's different from the lake of fire. Then he gets released from the, the pit and then thrown into a lake of burning fire, torment, day and forth. So you see the word showing up. And then when you get to Tartarus, you have... A, 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 a very similar thing. As far as redemption, the abyss or Tartarus is almost always dark spirits, demonic spirits, the devil himself, not for people. But it's still a word that appears. Okay. Um, what's the good news? The abyss, the pit, does exist even today. Because if the ancients used deep abyss and Tartarus as the place of darkness and evil spirits, then it is the embodiment of chaos. So if there's evil, or there's chaos, or there's destruction, and we know that there is, then they are associated with the deep or the abyss or Tartarus. But we also know that Christ has bound the dominance of these things by defeating them at the cross. Therefore, they're limited. They work, but they are limited, and they can be overcome. This becomes the Christian hope that the light penetrates the darkness, that the word goes into the abyss. The kingdom of God ultimately has the last word, and according to the book of Revelation, is going to eradicate the abyss and bring us past that place of its dominance. Okay. Tomorrow on the podcast, I want to get into the translation of the word for hell. And to do that, I want to get into the Greek word that is used in our Mark version, this Gehenna, this, and and I want to try to explain what it was geographically and what it meant. And yes, we are eventually going to get into the English word for hell, because I want to remind you once again, there is no Hebrew word for hell and there is no Greek word for hell. That's something that we derived from an entirely different tradition and interpolated over these words. All right, so let's deal tomorrow with the Gehenna of Mark 9, and we're going to deal with the Gehenna tradition because we're trying to bring a little bit of of clarity into the understanding of these words. If we can't, you know, that's what a little seven or eight minute podcast can do is get us to think about something new and then go a little bit deeper the next day. We'll do that tomorrow. See you then. God bless.